You're listening to the My Happy Mind Conversations podcast, where we talk all about how you can build your child's resilience, self-esteem, and happiness. I'm your host, Laura Earnshaw, the founder of My Happy Mind, and I am totally dedicated to helping you become the best parent or carer that you can be. We're proudly impacting over half a million children now in our programs in schools, nurseries, and homes. And today, I'm going to be sharing some of those tips with you. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast series, Busting Parenting Myths. And today, I want to talk to you about something that many families that I coach, many parents that I work with, really find themselves getting stuck with when they first start working with My Happy Mind and they start implementing the strategies that we teach them. And the myth is, if it works for one child, it should work for another. That there is this idea that there is one approach to parenting that will work for all children. That there is one approach to building their confidence, or there's one approach to getting them to do their homework, or there's one approach to motivating. The truth is, every single child will have different preferences and a different approach is required when it comes to supporting them as they grow and develop. But often as parents, we make this assumption that because it worked for one child, it should work for the other. And it's just not true. Think about it for a minute. That's like me saying to you that as an adult, there's one thing that's gonna motivate you and that's gonna be the exact same thing for the next person and the next person. If we take this cookie cutter approach to managing and supporting and coaching our children, it's no wonder that sometimes we're gonna get some kickback. And so what's the answer? Well, the answer is learning to understand your child and understand the range of approaches that you have available to you in order to support them through challenges and to motivate them and to help them to be happy. So let's look at an example here to bring this to life. Let's think of a child who is really, really into playing sport. They live and breathe sport. They love nothing more than going to play football on a Saturday morning, seeing their friends, being social, having a laugh. They just love the whole thing. The whole team experience just lights them up inside. They are a massive extrovert. They're highly social and they love sport. Getting them to football practice on a Saturday morning is probably not that hard. Why? Well, for all the reasons we've just talked about. They're an extrovert, they love socialising, they really enjoy sport, they really enjoy being with their mates, they enjoy the camaraderie, they enjoy the teamwork. All of the things that sport gives them plays into their strengths and their preferences. All of the things that sport is set up to do work for them because that's how they tick. So you're not gonna have any challenges getting that child to go to football practice. Let's imagine though that that child has a little sister and she's less into sport and she's quite an introvert. So she likes the quiet life, she loves to read, she loves to spend time on her own, she's quite reflective. Actually, she doesn't like getting dirty, she's happier when she's in her snugglies at home. But you've decided that you want her to get into sport and you want her to get into fitness. And there's nothing wrong with wanting her to be fit and wanting her to get into sport. But if you assumed 
that the same approach was going to work for her as for your other child that goes to football, you're going to find yourself in a whole world of challenge and kickbacks and difficulty because you can't use the same approach with that child to get them into sport as you do for the other child. Because actually sport, Saturday morning football or netball or rugby or whatever it might be, is not set up to support the needs of that particular child. They don't like big groups. They don't necessarily like lots of noise. They like to be on their own. So rather than saying, well, they've always done great at football, they've always gone off with no fuss, so they need to as well. You could ask yourself, what preferences does my other child have that I can play to? What strengths does my other child have that I can play to? This isn't about saying they don't do sport because they don't enjoy it. It's about saying, how do I use their strengths and preferences to find sport that's going to work for them? Maybe for that child, it's swimming or running or even just long walks. Maybe for that child, they would enjoy doing something one-to-one -one with you or one-to-one -one with one other friend rather than going into a busy, noisy football uh, tournament or game. But it would be very easy as parents to say, well, they've gone every morning for years, so they need to go every morning as well. Taking a step back and reflecting on what approach is gonna work best for your children is one of the hardest but most powerful things we can do as parents. And that sporting example is just one, but there are thousands of others. Let's look at a child who struggles with confidence in school, a child who struggles with public speaking, for example. It may be that for some children, the best way for them to overcome that is for them to just practice, 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 practice. It may be for other children, they need something additional to that. They need more of your support. It may be for one child, you were able to say, just get on with it, and they did just get on with it and they were fine. But for another child, if you took that approach, that was gonna cause them a lot of anxiety. So one of the biggest tips I can give you is that when you find your child kicking back against you, when it comes to doing something new, or trying something new, or even just doing something that they do every day, ask yourself the question, am I playing to their strengths and their preferences in how I'm dealing with this? Or am I assuming that they should be okay with it because my other child was, or I had to be when I was a child? Or are you doing what many parents do, which is comparing? Are you saying, well, Jill's son from next door does it with no problem, so why can't my son? Or are you saying, I notice Maisie has no issue going to a new club, why can't you do that? All of our kids are totally different and they all need a different approach. Even within a family, you'll find that children are wildly different. So I invite you, when you're experiencing those kickbacks or that resistance from your child, to ask yourself that question. Am I playing to their preferences and their strengths? Or am I trying to force them to do something in a certain way because I believe that that's how it should be done? This one little question will totally transform the way that you choose to approach situations. And I'm pretty sure that you'll find life gets a whole load easier when you start to explore how you can do things differently when you're getting that kickback. So parenting myth busted. There is not just one approach that is gonna work for every child. And one of our jobs as parents is to step back and figure out what the right approach is. I'll see you next time to bust another parenting myth. Bye for now. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the My Happy Mind Conversations podcast. 
If you liked what you heard, please leave a review and a comment below. And I'll be back next week with more science-backed secrets to building happy and resilient children. Don't forget, you can come and follow me at My Happy Mind on Facebook and Instagram. Take care.